and we are live. Today, I'm talking with Lauren Sweet, and this is going to be an amazing conversation because we are going to be talking about having great sex after menopause, because that's definitely a thing. And I didn't introduce myself again, so I'll do that now. I'm Diana, I'm a life coach, and I love doing these kind of conversations with people. So today we're talking with Lauren. What's the best tip you have, you think? <laughs> 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 um, I suppose the best tip I have is to use lots of lube. That, um, that seems to be the thing that people struggle with most when they get a bit older and mm -hmm. they're having sex. That um, things change, you know, and yeah. with, because of our lack of estrogen, our vaginal and vulva um, tissues they start to produce less and less moisture. So yeah. in order to have comfortable sex and great sex, you need it to be slippy and slidey mm -hmm. and not a and pinchy. So the biggest yeah. thing I can offer to people is to use lots of lube and don't be shy, you know, overdo it rather. Mm -hmm. And to, to go natural with the lube as well, because yeah. there's a lot of chemicals in, in lubricants. I mean, some yeah. are good and some are worse, yeah. but generally if, if you can find um, a natural thing to use, rather use that because those tissues are very moist very mm -hmm. thin and they absorb very very yeah. quickly and you put there so you don't really want to be putting chemicals in your vagina um, yeah. or on your vulva because um there's no sure way of getting it into your body into your bloodstream yeah. and affect your partner as well mm -hmm. so um, i found that i use coconut oil and that's great for me um it's not great for everybody but it's great for me but any mm -hmm. kind of well not any kind of oil but you know you can use olive oil extra mm -hmm. virgin olive oil fabulous um you can use grapeseed oil you can use almond oil um best to just try a few different things and see what feels good what smells good because each has got its own smell and smells yeah. a big part of our essential life so yeah. yeah so i've actually stopped using the the normal um organic um coconut oil i now use the unscented because it's a bit weird when you're cooking <laughs> and you're saying flashbacks to sex um <laughs> not too bad I mean it's okay but it's not great I must say I, I, I don't really enjoy the crossover so now mm -mm, I mm -hmm. use, use um well actually I use scented well not scented but I use the natural smelling one um for uh cooking mm -hmm. and I use the non-smelly one for uh sex yeah I use yeah. the deodorized one as well it's quite interesting that you talked about coconut oil first because that's my favorite lube as well it just right. lasts it doesn't dry up. It doesn't get clumpy. It doesn't get sticky. It just lasts. It's really nice. No, exactly. The only thing about it, it gets hard in the cold, which means yeah. you've got to have it in like a tub usually. And yeah. then sometimes it just, you know, it's liquid. So yeah. you've just got to see how the weather is before you yeah. uh, use it. <laughs> but yeah. it's nice, but it's hard because then you can, mm -hmm. you can rub it like a cream and, you know, yeah. it doesn't get everywhere. So I prefer it. Um, I'm in South Africa, so it's usually quite warm. But I prefer it in winter when it's quite solid. You can yeah, chunk uh, out and, and use yeah. that. <laughs> it's it's only fluid here in summer. The rest of the year it's just chunky, and that's okay because it's yeah. it's really easy. It's it's actually really easy to just apply it. I find that really good stuff. So it is, and um, and also olive oil is great. You know, because coconut oil is quite thin, mm -hmm. whereas olive oil is quite thick. Okay. So in different that. parts of the body and for different people, that makes a difference. Like often yeah. for anal, people maybe want something a little bit thicker. 
okay. um, on the person. Um, mm -hmm. So you use, you know, um, olive oil for anal sex and then coconut oil for other things, but it just depends on, on yeah. the person as individual. Yeah. 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 So, oh, um, yeah. So that's one of my favorite tips for people. I mean, it's really obvious, but it's amazing how people just don't go there. Um, mm -hmm. And do it's like it changes everything because yeah. a lot of people um suffer from painful sex yeah. after um luckily i'm very relieved that i have not experienced that yet but i know a lot of people who do mm -hmm. and a lot of this is due to the fact that there's not enough sliding action yeah you know because sex is best when it's slippery so yeah the slippery is good <laughs> exactly <laughs> And also when it's super, you, you're much more sensitive um, yeah. to such sensations as well. Mm -hmm. Because also another thing after menopause, a lot of women experience lack of sensation. Okay. So that's also a bit of an issue. So my mm -hmm. second best is to slow down. You know, we're always rushing, rushing to orgasm or our partner's rushing to orgasm. Yeah. And um, and for me, I don't see the point because once you have an orgasm, well, for me, it's generally over. If you were one of those lucky multi-orgasmic people, great, it's just the beginning. Um, yeah. But for me, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> well, for me, who just generally has one orgasm and that's the end of that, um, yeah. I'm not in a rush to get there. I want it yeah. to last as long as possible because I sometimes find that I don't even orgasm and then yeah. the journey is the whole thing i can sometimes feel even more satisfied after a, a long slow session of sex than i do after a quick orgasm well so, the journey is where it's about because for me the destination but that's with a lot of things in life so for me it's yeah. really also about having a good time with someone absolutely no i want i want an ecstatic experience and mm -hmm. And that isn't always what happens if you, you know, for I know also you will leave you out of the picture. There's a lot of women who really struggle <laughs> to have very satisfying sex. Yeah. And um, and some women never have orgasm. And yeah. that's just the way it is for them up until now, anyway. Who knows? Maybe it can change. I don't know. But for a lot of women, they they never will achieve an orgasm for whatever reason. I'm sure mm -hmm. that storing it and dealing with different issues. It would change things. I, I'm, I'm fully confident yeah. that most can achieve an orgasm. But, but nevertheless, if if you don't have um, an orgasm on a regular basis, then you can still have incredible pleasure in your body. Yes. And it doesn't matter if you can't actually just go over that edge. You can still experience ecstatic mm -hmm. states while yeah. your partner is getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've I've talked with women who struggled with getting to an orgasm and. For many, there's also some history behind that was unpleasant, which created that they have a bit of a resistance there. And then once yes. they, they work through that, they tend to have an easier time to get to orgasm. That's not for everyone, I know that, but I have talked with a couple of women that were really, really struggling with that. And yeah, that's not a very pleasant place to be. In. No, I mean, you know, one in three women in the world have had some sort of probably more than that but that's just the latest thing that i would check yeah. up on again checking up but one in three women have had some sort of sexual abuse sexual violence sexual trauma yeah. and um and there's many people who have reached menopause and past menopause mm -hmm. and they're still sitting with this ancient trauma yeah. that's stuck in the body and they've never been able to get past it they've never been able to have a decent sex life and often not even a decent relationship because 
that kind of trauma affects us in thousands of ways. You don't even realize how much it affects you and, and how it causes you to do addictive things, perhaps, yeah. and to, to hide from life and to not appreciate yourself and to withhold pleasure from yourself or to become a sex addict because, yeah. you know, in response. You know, there's, there's a hundred things that, that, that sexual trauma um, brings up for us in life and unresolved sexual trauma is a very big indicator um, when mm -hmm. you have a really uh, lack of sexual interest. You know, mm -hmm. after menopause, it's slightly different, but now is a time when you, you've got maybe time and mm -hmm. the mindset over it because you're more mature, you've had more experience in life and you realize that it's not going away. You know, yeah. it's, I think most people hope I will just, I'll just push it down and it will disappear and I can get on with my life. But that's not how things work as we know. But and by the time you postmenopausal, you've got a good sense. You've often lived with it for most of your life. Mm -hmm. And you know that nothing's going to change and nothing does change unless one changes. So mm -hmm. it is it is a great time for women to start to heal from that. And then also mm -hmm. to know that they can have a fabulous sex life into the future because sex has no age. It just has you know, desire. Mm -hmm. But a desire sex life, even if you don't desire the sex. Because there's something, the thing about sex is that it's our vital core energy. Mm -hmm. It's a thing we have that creates more life. It's, the, it's, it's like our godliness, put it that way, yeah. and that we have ultimate power. And even if you don't use sex for procreation, you've still got this energy running in your body. And it can help all areas of your life. It can help to heal you. It can help your relationships, obviously. It can help your creativity. It can help your work. It can help every single part of your life so when we shut down our sexuality we also tend to shut down our sexual energy and that also creates a lot of issues of its own it can um, but if you even unconsciously you're using that energy all the time that's amazing but when you start to focus on your sexuality you definitely get in touch with that 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 coursing mm -hmm. life force it's yeah. incredibly yeah. vitalizing and especially as you're older because you know things get dull and slower and our bodies are different and a lot of people lose that zest for life and yeah. i get that but mm -hmm. you can work with it and 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 get that back to a certain extent if not totally and create you know open up a whole new chapter for yourself um yeah. there's no reason why women after menopause can't enjoy a healthy sex life on a physical level there really is no reason even if they've got issues they can get help for almost everything mm -hmm. um i mean a lot of women lose the desire for sex because of the hormonal shift but I think a lot of that is also, you know, when we're young, we want we we feel this this juicy turn on horniness coursing through us, and it's like it's like this bubbling up inside. It's like this power inside of you, like a pressure. Mm -hmm. We'll we can do almost anything. It makes us crazy to kind of relieve that. Yeah. And as the older you get, the less of that feeling you get. And so a lot of women, <clears throat> they'll wait to feel desire before they have sex. And for most women, they are <clears throat> responsive yeah. in their sexual um, desire as opposed to spontaneous. So if you're spontaneous, like you feel this urge and you act on it. Mm -hmm. um, when you're responsive, you wait for something to activate that desire in you. Yeah. So, so especially when you, you know, past menopause and there's not a hell of a lot of this natural desire flowing through the body. Um, a lot of women think they've lost their sexual drive completely. But I think, you know, the thing is to not to wait to feel turned on before you have sex. 
is mm-hmm. to start having sex and then the act yeah. of that fuels your desire and that's why i say slow down mm-hmm. because anyway most women need a lot longer about four times longer than a man to be ready for penetration if, if that's what you're yeah. having um and some people need even longer and now after menopause you may need even longer so if the thing is to slow down and allow that desire to build yeah. you've got to work with your partner your partner's got to work with you and if all they want is a quickie they're probably not going to get that from you anymore. But if they're willing to come on board with you and you can make this into a fun exploration um, and slow things down and really get into your body and feel everything instead of being in your head, come into the body, um, it's a glorious thing. And most women will will feel the desire for sex while they are doing that, not Mm -hmm. before. Don't wait. Don't wait and don't think that it's gone. It hasn't gone. You just need to, you know, fuel it and, yeah. and and support it and do things to get your desire flowing again in your body. And um, yeah, and use lube while yeah. you're doing that. You can yeah, use lube even if you're not having sex. You should put some there so that the moment anything happens, the moment there's any touch, you lubed up because I promise you, I've seen, I mean, like, I don't know, I've watched porn every now and again, and I see, and there's touching, and there's, there's these dry bulbers, and I just think that woman is not having a good time. It doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. And don't yeah. wait until you start to lubricate, because you might not. And just make sure that you, you've got a lot of lube there, and, um, and your enjoyment, even if it's not the best thing in the world for the, in the beginning, but just get in touch with the enjoyment of having your body touched and caressed, even if it's yeah. not an orgasm doesn't matter there's still a lot of pleasure and it stokes your sexual energy which then flows out long after sex is over into your world Mm -hmm. and uh, you'll you'll feel a lot more alive Um, and even you don't have a partner you don't have to wait for somebody to have sex either you know there's much more about sex than penis and vagina Mm -hmm. Um, so even if you you know you can you don't need any penetration or you can it doesn't matter but you don't need another person to explore your own sexual energy in fact menopausal and your body's changing you should actually start exploring your body on your own again if you haven't for a while or maybe you never have Mm -hmm. but you that's the only way to really find out what's going to work for you and then you can share that with your partner if you've got one but it's really a good to do is to um is to explore your body on your own and experiment and be curious be um be eager to 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 find out what's going on for you and to experience new sensations or re you know redo your your understanding of your body because it's most likely a bit different now than it was before yeah, I've heard a, a couple of women who are postmenopausal say that for them it became better despite that it was slower because the risk of pregnancy was gone. So they felt yeah. so much more free to just do and could spend so much longer because that freedom was just amazing for them to feel. Yeah. I, can, I can understand that thought. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot um, less to worry about. Um, and often people who are postmenopausal, they don't have children living on top of them. I mean, yeah. sometimes they do, but there's more space. There's no, you know, there's no pregnancy. And if you've got a regular sexual partner or mate or mm-hmm. husband or wife or whatever, then, you know, you don't have to worry about STDs either. But, you know, don't forget about wearing condoms. 
um, until you get to know a new sexual partner because that's yeah. that's some people forget oh no pregnancy fabulous unprotected sex but no 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 not yet <laughs> yeah to, wait a little bit there's still other stuff <laughs> you still need to 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 be sure that you're not going to pick anything up yeah so that would be the reason then to use a condom and not mm -hmm. birth control in any other form yeah yeah Mm. Yeah, condoms are definitely a thing that's recommended for STIs and things like that. So that makes a lot of sense to stay on top of those for a while. Yes. Maybe do some testing before you start going bareback. Yes, in this day and age, it's always best. Mm -hmm. Unless you trust, you know, the person has been careful. And a lot of yeah. people are. A lot of people are very aware. And, and, you know, if you know them a bit, then you know you can trust them. So, mm -hmm. But if you're not sure, if you're just a one-night stand or if it's just some event that's happening in your life out of the blue, then yeah, condoms, 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 not for pregnancy, but for STDs. Yeah, well, that is basically the first thing to think about, I think, because that pregnancy lasts a bit. That STI <laughs> is, is right away there. <laughs> yes, exactly. You never know what, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I think it's quicker to, to catch something than to get pregnant in most cases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. probably doesn't take nine months to kind of you know stop manifesting <laughs> no no definitely not and considering that women aren't fertile that much in a month anyway about 12 to 24 hours or yeah. something so yeah the, the risks yes. are higher than getting pregnant yeah you're yeah. more likely to pick up an infection yeah. yeah. or pregnant yeah mm -hmm. mm. is there anything else that um because taking your time is a very very good one making sure you've got enough lube available to you is also a very good one do you have any other tips well as i said also um you know don't wait to feel desire yeah that Just one is also a nice one sex and and your desire will build mm -hmm. um and well i've actually got I've quite i've made this little free ebook that people can yep. download 10 tips okay so those are three of them um another one is exercise you know I'm not much of an exerciser, I never have been, but I must say that keeping fit definitely helps sexually, Yeah. especially now when, you know, I, I wasn't ever much for exercise, as I say, but mm -hmm. my body treated me fairly well and it was, it was good enough, but now I have to treat my body well in order yeah. to stay and I've got lower back pain uh, normally and if I'm not supple, then that can flare up. So I definitely think that exercise, keeping, keeping, you know, uh, like yoga or tai chi, qigong, any of those stretchy things mm -hmm. that you can that build strength. Um, yeah, that's a really good exercise to keep um, fit. I call it. Um, I'm going to swear now. Fuck fit. Uh, I, I'm just <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wanting to enter competitions or go climbing mm -hmm. up too many mountains. I just want to be able to have sex without worrying about my back giving out or um mm -hmm. or not being able to you know maintain a certain amount of ease so yeah so what works for me is walking i love to walk um yeah and it doesn't have to be uphill but it often ends up because i live in quite a hilly place but walking is really good um because it just keeps that mobility it sort of brings like an energy into the body that's really helpful yeah and i find walking good and and i do Tai Chi and Qigong, which I've done for many years, and that I find keeps me supple. Um, yeah. But belly dancing is what I want to talk about. Ooh. Because belly yep, dancing. I've heard about that. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it was apparently kind of invented or began because of to help women give birth. Oh. So it's all, all about the pelvic region, all about getting that core energy going, that strength going. Um, you know, that uh, when you when you when you you know, do belly dancing, you just find your whole body sort of becomes much more feminine and strong and sensual. And mm -hmm. it's it starts to change the way you stand, the way you hold yourself, the way you move, everything. And it's really um it's really great. And it keeps you fuck fit because mm -hmm. it's all about the movement of the pelvic area. And you know, I'm I've got a very stiff body and I sit on my ass a lot. So I'm you know, it's, moving side to side is really easy for me, but moving, my, I'm talking about my pelvis, moving mm -hmm. backwards and forwards, I really have to keep my backwards and forward movement going through exercise because my daily, you know, life, somehow I get really stiff because of the sitting. So yeah. belly dance is great for that. And it keeps you, it, but it enhances everything about you. Um, I mm -hmm. discovered it oh, quite a, you know, maybe about eight years ago and I haven't, yeah. I, and every year, I don't know, every year, well, you know, I do it and then I stop and then I do it and I stop, but I keep getting incrementally better and better all the time. And um, it's, it gives you, it's a wonderful for a sense of, of presence in the body and that mm -hmm. feminine, it makes you just, I don't know, there's just something about it that makes me feel incredibly um, sensual. And, um, you know, there's exercises like with Tantra, et cetera, that, that even promote that kind of energy in the pelvis and i find that that doing um belly dancing it just happens naturally from from doing the movements That's and cool. you know i live in a tiny little village mm -hmm. far from places and so you know there's not a lot of belly dancing classes around <laughs> in fact i don't think there are any <laughs> maybe maybe a bit further field. but there's nothing like that here um there is tai chi and qigong around which is great yeah and of course things everywhere so I go onto YouTube and I try all sorts of things on YouTube because mm -hmm. I get bored really when it comes to exercising. So, you know, get out there and find, you know, practice with a whole lot of different people, find out what's mm -hmm. good. You know, the world is your oyster as far as finding exercise regimes. Yeah. Uh, if you're at home and doing all this COVID nonsense, it's, um, it's quite helpful. But I, but I yeah. think, you know, once you, when you feel fit -er and, present in your body because i'm never going to be very fit and that's i don't care anymore i'm never i'm fat and unfit for the most part that's fine i don't mind it's i'm quite happy with that these um these days but um but it is important for me to to feel a certain amount of ease in my body otherwise yeah. i start to feel really cold and i start to get kind of grumpy mm -hmm. and my vitality drains away and i life yeah. becomes a burden i knew know that when i'm fit or fitter um I feel it feels good to be alive you know you kind of like yep. stand on the earth and go, okay I'm here bring it on you know and yeah. when I'm feeling when I'm feeling weakened and I'm not feeling um, energy in my body things become really hard and it, even just getting up in the morning becomes a burden so as far as life force energy going just like the sexual your sexual energy is your life force energy yep. keeping your body as fit as you can that also um, creates a wonderful like exuberance of yeah. attitude, I find. That's yeah. what my experience. And I have seen that in people around me as well. So yeah, so another another thing is to to be fit and to yeah, yeah, yeah and to find something that you love. 
I, I, I'm not one for, for suffering, if I can possibly help it. Life is hard <laughs> enough. So find something that you love to do and that makes you feel good and not something that you hate to do and that is like such a, another burden on top of mm-hmm. it. Just yeah. what you love. You'll find something. You know, yeah. swimming, walking, anything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's a, so much. That, there that is a lot do. that you can do, definitely. There's all sorts of classes and everything in many, many places. Maybe not in the tiniest of villages, but then there's YouTube. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can start your own group. <laughs> yeah, that's also something that's possible. I've lived in a small village where it was a group yeah. of people that would just come together to do some some yoga on a field somewhere. And that was also quite nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there's, there's no excuses anymore. <laughs> Not to find <laughs> really? something that you need. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, sex itself can be quite a workout. But... Um, but that's not usually my experience. <laughs> <laughs> so it just depends on where you are. You know, when you're younger, I don't know, there's a lot more bouncing about and ups and downs and all over the place. But now, you know, not as much. So mm-hmm. you can't rely on the sex for the workout, but you need the workout for the sex. And that's yeah. that's how, so far, who knows? Things change. Yeah. Things do change. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> cool this this was really interesting i really enjoyed it <laughs> is there anything else that um you would like to to add before we because we've already been talking for about 25 minutes now so it's been oh, we go really quick <laughs> <Good Uh-oh>. <laughs> just just to just to say um, i know this that you've got a lot of things about coaching on here and um i'm I'm now I'm putting myself out now as a, a sex and relationship coach because I've been I've been dealing with people. I'm, I've been a shamanic healer, well, I'm a shamanic healer and an astrologer and EFT, emotional freedom technique practitioner, and all of those things. And now I'm like really getting into the coaching world yeah. because there's just so much um, that one can do and help people. Um, but the one thing I, I've normally dealt in the past, um, my focus uh, clients really are women with issues body issues shame issues and usually that comes along with some sexual abuse issues yeah and so i just want to say again that that if you have been if you've experienced some sexual abuse you know you can yeah you can cover you can heal you can grow into the beautiful sexy soul that you actually are Mm -hmm. and and let that go um release that release yourself from that um, mm-hmm. And that is the most important thing, you know, that you can do for yourself, for your life and for your sex life. Yeah. So anyone who wants to contact you, can they contact you on Facebook? Or how um, would you... You know, I'm still setting all of that up because I've got my old things linked, but I will, um, I will put a, um, it's going to, my, my website is sexysoulcoaching.com. Okay. So in about a week's time from today's date, I should, mm-hmm. if not even before, I should have something. And I've also got a, a freebie that I'm going to give you the link to after we finished. Um, okay, I'll put that in the notes. Yeah, I mean, it will be, it's like 10 tips. We talked about five of them, but there's about 10 that I've got in this mm-hmm. little ebook. Um, you can go and, um, and check them out and see if they're helpful. And I'm sure that they're helpful to you even before you hit menopause. It doesn't matter. This is just like really helpful after menopause, but mm-hmm. any of the applicable to anybody almost yeah. at any time 
So, um, you know, you don't have to be menopausal to enjoy them. Um, I think slowing sex down at any age is, is a good thing. It's good. Definitely good. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it last yeah. longer. <laughs> it's fun to do so. Yeah, it was so much good. I mean, it's like eating a bar of chocolate. I never want to shove that whole thing in my mouth. I want to make it last. Bit by bit. Yes. All about the pleasure, I'm afraid. Bit of a hedonist. But, um, but I think that... Um, it's, it's, it's that pleasure makes me feel happy to be alive. So whatever it takes for anyone to feel happy to be alive, mm -hmm. yep. I'm all for it. Cool. Right, okay. I'll make sure that your contact details are with the video. So I'll add okay. everything so that people can find you. And I, you. I really enjoyed the conversation. Oh, thank, thank you, you very much for joining me today, because this was really Thanks cool. for inviting me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> And maybe we can do it at some other point again. That would be interesting. Yeah. When you have something interesting about Just it. another something new to share. Mm -hmm. Something revolutionary. Okay. <laughs> that would be great. Would be. All right. Yeah. Then, thank you very much. Thank you. Until some other time again. Okay. Ciao. Bye bye, people. Bye. <laughs>